1: Welcome in ladies and gentlemen to another edition of the Bengal Tiger podcast. It's a breaking news edition. I'm Billy Emboddy with me is Shay Dixon. Shay, one of my favorite prospects just from a just personality perspective in the 2024 recruiting class just announced his commitment to LSU. San Marcos offensive tackle Ori Williams is a Tiger. This is massive news for Brad Davis. Um, Look, Ori Williams is a 6'7", 285, 300-pound offensive tackle that looks about as good as you can ask for when it comes to putting together an offensive tackle prospect. Um, I was out to see him, but he said he was going to wait until the senior season. But nope, he's jumped on board in this 2024 class, giving LSU 20 commitments now in this class. LSU beats out Florida, Texas, Texas A&M, and others for him. This is a massive addition for Brad Davis as he continues to close very well on the recruiting trail.
0: Yeah, I know you've been pumped about this for a while. They've had an off to Ori Williams for a while. It's been one of their top targets for Brad Davis. Remember the lone holdover uh, from the Ed Orgeron regime. So he's been able to work kind of pretty consistently through offensive line classes and has now really done it again with the commitment from Ori Williams linemen on board. They've got Louisiana's top-ranked offensive lineman in Kyrie Lee. They went into North Carolina and got a top 100 offensive tackle in Ethan Calloway. Now you go to Texas and get a guy in Ori Williams who, while he might be ranked, I think he's ranked, what, in the 30 range of offensive tackles nationally, Billy? He's got offers from the who's who of college football teams, a lot of big schools, including A&M. Texas was flirting around. Where Teams were on him. Throughout his recruiting process, this is huge. Florida badly wanted to try to get Ori Williams to committing and visit to them for LSU once again to get a guy to pop before his senior year. A guy that they had long been considered the team to beat for, thanks to the work they had done over the summer, is a tribute to this staff being on the same page. I said it with Tylan Singleton. Everybody said, where did that one come from? Well, behind the scenes, LSU got everything together, knew how to recruit Singleton, put in the work over time, and I think they're doing the same thing here with Ori Williams to get it to pay off to where he gets on board before his senior year. Now you're really only targeting one more offensive lineman the rest of the way. It, I can't understate, uh, understate how big this addition is, Billy, given that, yes, they did miss on Marcus Mascal to Florida. Yes, Weston Davis did go to AM. That made the commitment from Ori Williams even bigger bigger for me. So this is one of one of the biggest headlines of the summer for me. And they got a number of commitments over the summer into the fall, uh, you know, uh, or will have into the fall. I think this will be easily one that ranks in the top five.
1: Yeah. And you ask, you know, multiple sources on LSU side of things. They are sky high on Ori Williams. Um, I'm dropping the behind the scenes piece. If, you know, you're listening to this right off the jet jump, you know, post-commitment that's coming shortly, but um, Ori Williams is somebody that LSU offered all the way back in April, 2022. He's been really high on their board from the get-go. He had some early in-state Power Five offers kind of at the end of the fall and into the spring a little bit, but then Texas, LSU, they all jumped into the mix here. And by the end of the summer, he was one of the most sought after, highly offered offensive tackles in the country. LSU really liked what they saw in Ori Williams early, and then they watched his junior year play out They were still sky high on him. He was a guy they got to campus multiple times um, and were able to really just make him feel at home. And guess what? He's got Louisiana ties. He's from Monroe originally. He has those ties to Louisiana that helped kind of push this over the top. And I went out to his spring game and Ori was just awesome. And he's very quiet in terms of getting in touch with him overall, busy guy, I'm sure. But I went out to his spring game and his personality just jumps out to you right away I mean he knows everyone at San Marcos coaches trainers players you know just talking with his teammates just seems like a just a great great young man um and he told me there LSU is at the top of his list he's got his official visit set goes into the summer takes his official visits we caught up after his official visit it was still LSU heck now that he's committed we can say it he wanted to go ahead and commit on his official visit to Brian Kelly and he did you know, this is a guy that they were really hoping would get on board and get in the boat. Um, And for him to move it up just says, what a good job, Brad Davis, this whole staff did, um, getting him to this point to jump on board and shout out him. He's probably even listening to us right now.
0: (laughs) Yes, Shout out, uh, shout out Ori Williams. Great kid. A lot of fun to get to know him at camp this summer. Um, Great personality. I think he's a guy that Uh, Will be a hit in the locker room with an offensive line, actually, that's got a number of personalities uh, from guys they've recruited in recent years. But I'll say this too: Brian Kelly is an offensive line guru, really. I mean, what he did at Notre Dame developing guys and even back to Cincinnati. But let's go most recently. Notre Dame's got some of the most guys in the NFL playing offensive line and they're sitting on massive NFL contracts. He knows how to go evaluate a lineman. He knows which ones to sign off on. He knows which ones they should push for. And I think he and Brad Davis are in sync there in terms of what they want from guys. And now you look at it, Billy, that year one for them, they didn't sign a lot of guys. They signed an LSU legacy in Bo Borderlawn in that 22 class, but they also signed two other Louisiana guys in Will Campbell and Emory Jones. Those two guys became true freshman starters at the two offensive tackle positions in a year when they went on to win the SEC West. So home run of a class, just getting three Louisiana guys and it turning into that and we haven't even seen yet what they're going to get uh, potentially down the line from Bordelon. Then you go into this past year cycle. You had the headliner in Zalance herd the number two offensive tackle in America uh, on, on, on the on three rankings, and certainly uh, Louisiana's best offensive tackle, a five-star, the highest ranked player in Louisiana. That was a massive win. But you also got Tyree Adams, who was the number two offensive lineman in Louisiana in terms of the rankings. You went into Georgia and got DJ Chester, who's gotten a ton of buzz as someone who could play potentially as early as this year as an interior offensive lineman, whether that's in a starting role, whether that's in a rotational role, they like what they've seen from him. Then there's been a lot of buzz about loving what they've gotten. Paul Mabenga is the guy they can develop uh, somewhat recent to football, uh, but was part of that four man class last year. You turn around now this cycle and you've got the highest ranked guy in uh, Louisiana and Lee, you went and got that big out of state name in the top 100, the rankings guy in Callaway Now you get a guy in Williams who, as you noted earlier, Billy, when it comes to the LSU staff, when we've talked to sources around the program, they've got Ori Williams high on the board. A lot of guys out there that we talk about, even getting up into that Weston Davis realm of the conversation. So this is someone LSU's love from the start. We can't tell you how excited they are that he's actually now on board because they've got a lot of confidence in what his future looks like.
1: Yeah, and I I think – Looking at this offensive line class starting to come together, I mean, Ori Williams is a huge piece for them. This is one of those guys that they were counting on to get on board. You know, you look at Ethan Callaway who jumped on board uh, late last month, that was a huge addition. That was another great early eval by LSU that they were able to finish finish him off and and get him on board. You know, those guys that you put so much time in and we kind of talked about it last year, you had a TJ Shanahan, a Chase Basantis, maybe not go your way, but this year's class, you're looking at this group, you got Kyrie Lee on board early, and he looks like he's going to turn into a good player, just the way he shed weight, and done all that, Ethan Calloway, sky's the limit with him really, because he's only been playing football a few years too, but they haven't really, they haven't, you haven't seen as wide of a net cast. It's been a good sized net. Brad Davis always gets guys on campus, but you haven't seen them seen them like pin too much in a sense on one or two guys and then have to go to maybe a plan B or just kind of see how it pans out. This class is really coming together. We know Mascot went elsewhere. We know Weston Davis went elsewhere, but they have a chance. And if they can get four-star offensive lineman, Blake Ivy who's an LSU a and battle, that would be just another confirmation of, of what Brad Davis is. And he honestly is one of the best offensive line recruiters in the country.
0: Yeah. That's kind of how I wanted to wrap up this kind of breaking news uh, podcast edition with who, you know, we've heard from LSU sources. They want four offensive linemen and that's standard. You'd like to get four offensive high school offensive linemen per class. Uh, and they, have you know, they stuck to that. They did a year ago, the year prior, it was a transition year. They still got up to three. You want to hit that four mark. They're at three now. We feel very good about Lee Callaway and Nell Williams all sticking with them. Um, linemen, offensive linemen don't play a lot of games either, really, if you think about it. Like once they commit somewhere, they're kind of done with it. Um, we feel good about those three sticking. We'll see about Blake Ivey, right? Like, yes, he's long been considered an A&M lean. He's at A&M, you know, kind of country over there. Texas has really still been battling to get into this mix and try to get him to campus before he decides tough for me to call. I'm curious though, if it does go past him, where does it go to? And I think that would mean senior season evals because really we were at a point where Ori Williams and Blake Ivy Billy were the two offensive linemen that were uncommitted that we were watching. Now you've got Williams Ivy still out there. If it's not Ivy, is it? an offensive lineman like Sterlington's Mitch Hodnett here in Louisiana uh, out of the Monroe area. There's a number of offensive linemen uh, they'll have an eye on as seniors who are committed to other programs. Ole Miss has got a couple of commitments in Joseph Cryer and Jude Foster. Uh, Baylor's got a commitment from Tristan Santoro. Uh, There's Zachary's KV on Broussard who picked up a number of early offers and teams are still kind of watching as a senior. And then obviously, Billy, there's out-of-state guys that they could move on and off seniors. So If it's not Blake Ivey, my line of thought goes into thinking they're going to watch about a month of high school football, get all the film, reset the board, and kind of go after guys from there. Yeah, no question. And uh, we're pretty much at August at
1: this point, and I'm going to see Mitch Hodnett uh, pretty quickly into his senior year at his uh, scrimmage against Evangel Christian uh, later this uh, next month, I should say. And that's one of those guys that – uh, LSU has on the board. Um, they're going to be looking for the, that huddle tape to come out and, and be able to evaluate these guys quickly and, and make a move if they need to. And, and you could, you know, say that for just about any position where they feel like they need to take looks at guys and, and see kind of where things go. But to get Ori Williams on board, this is a massive, massive land to do it this early. It just keeps the momentum rolling. Um, this is just a big, big pickup for the Tigers in, in every way possible.
0: Another one to celebrate. This was big. This is one I, I like celebrating guys who are currently ranked three stars. Now, look, Corey Williams has a good amount of time and a number of rankings left the senior season to play, which is really the most important evaluation tool that you're going to have. He could well end up being a four star and a very highly ranked guy. But right now he plays that role of sleeper so well just because you don't see him sitting there you know, as a top 10 offensive lineman. But boy, the LSU coaching staff feels like he belongs in that conversation and certainly is for them. So since Kelly's arrived, since Brad Davis has been kept, there has been one position I've not worried about. And it's been offensive line or at least one of the positions I have not worried about is offensive line. And they continue uh, to stay hot on the recruiting trail and continue to have me repeating that uh, reality that there really isn't much to worry about there. They're getting talented guys and, you know, they can develop them. Yeah, no question.
1: So, all the more reason to jump on the Bengaltiger.com um, and and just keep all that recruiting news coming into your into your mind and 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 picking it up because it's that time of year where it's just getting crazy. Um, and who knows, maybe some more surprises down the road uh, for LSU. So, Shay, this has been a, another good uh, edition of the pod. Always nice when you get to talk about a commitment. Um, one last note, guys: uh, make sure with football season around the corner. You get Big Game USA, the official LSU game ball right here in my hand. You see Jaden Daniels and Garrett Nussmeyer worked on that stitching right there, working with the guys at Big Game USA to design this ball. Two LSU alums uh, work in the department with LSU directly to uh, get that official game ball lined up. So promo code BEON3, for 10% off your order. Plus free shipping. Check them out. Biggameusa.com. That goes for any ball too. So if you want to get some of your SEC friends some footballs for their birthday or Christmas or whatever, you can jump on that. Shay, another good one. Appreciate all you guys for subscribing. Get the Free Founders Club hat. If you do, we'll be back with more content on the Bengal Tiger YouTube channel. For Shay Dixon, I'm Billy Embody. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening.